1: So, life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more, things. tight, tighten up your core. Things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things with Amy Brown.
0: Happy Thursday. Welcome to four things Amy here. And I'm sitting next to my friend Sunday, who, if you listen to last Thursday's episode, when one of my things happened to be about making friends as an adult, she's a friend that I made as an adult. I was in my late twenties when I met her and say hi, Sunday. Hi. Thanks <laughs> and for having me. I've been staying with her in Southern Pines, North Carolina all weekend. She has a boutique here called the mockingbird and it's the cutest little shop. And that's how we met. And she's also a military spouse. And when I lived here, I was as well. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about how you just have to be proactive about making friends. So I know some of you listening have spouses in the military. Some of you listening, maybe just moved somewhere new for a different type of job or whatever the case may be, but that's really the big ticket item is you have to be proactive. And so I'm thankful that I was proactive and I would come down to her shop and it was the first year that it was open. So
1: business was slow. (laughs) How dare you? No, it was really slow. That's why we became such good friends because business was terrible. And we could literally just post up at the counter and chat for hours. Embarrassingly.
0: <laughs> yes. Because I would finish the Bobby Bone Show from my house. Yeah. And then I would go hit up a yoga class, which happened to be in the building or the room above your, yeah. in your building, but above you. And then there was a coffee shop next door. So I would go get coffee and yeah, they just come and talk to you. Uh-huh. So I've always enjoyed talking. To you, Sto- Sunday, is the best storyteller oh, in nice. the world. Oh. And but what's interesting is, I mean, that's a thing you had to
1: learn early on. That was very important for my family, for my dad specifically. Like if you didn't have something funny, factual, articulate to say at the dinner table, you learned very quickly he was going to cut you off and move on to the next. <laughs> I think it's very Irish, you know, they're, they're like loving, but it's very like tough love. Like, come on, just because you're my daughter doesn't mean you've got something wonderful to say. Come with something, be prepared.
0: Which you do. You always have a story (laughs) to tell and they're always fascinating. Sunday has lived a wild life. So she does, yes, run a super cute boutique in a quaint little downtown North Carolina town. But she also was number one in the police academy back in the day (laughs) when she graduated from police school and she was going to be a police officer. But then she had to, she ended up in corrections and then she couldn't dig her way out of there because they're like, "Mm, we're understaffed, we need you. So she has all of these stories of, you know, when people are getting checked into jail.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure do.
0: And things that would happen there. What's probably your favorite or most told story from your time?
1: Well, I always loved visitation day for the ladies because they would get all dolled up and they had limited supplies. So there's no makeup or anything like that allowed. So on commissary, they could get M&Ms or Skittles. So they would dilute those colors to make makeup. So pinks and reds for their blush, blue for their eyeshadow. Oh, and red for their lips as well. they would use brown a lot to color in their eyebrows. But in Florida, sometimes it's hot. So it would like <laughs> start running down their face if they were the last group. And I'd have to be like, hey, check it. Check yourself in the like. Your brown M <laughs> and M eyebrow is no. It's a tough art to master. Unfortunately, some of them weren't long enough to master it and give tutorials in the day room.
0: But I also feel like that's a pro tip for forever in a pinch, and like all you have is a bag of Skittles, and you need a little, you want a little red on your cheek.
1: Ride or die. There are Skittles in my glove box just in case.
0: <laughs> girls <laughs> makeup but they all well from what I know from your story so I I am hearing your yeah. side but we know that they adored you because you still you got letters from people even after like you have relationships yes. and they you were their favorite
1: the craziest guy. thing is I left uh the sheriff's department and I had been gone about a year and a half because we moved up here to Fort Bragg for a year and a half and I was in the moving truck And all the inmates used to call me Sunshine was a super weird coincidence. My name is Sunday, but of course you would never tell anyone your first name. That's like, you don't want them to have any information. So they would just call me Sunshine. And a year and a half later, I've just pulled off the interstate. We're just in Sarasota and I hear Sunshine. I'm like, that's weird. It sounded like somebody said Sunshine. And they kept saying, it. so I, I look over and there's a garbage man. Who's got his window down? And he's like pointing, like roll your window down. So I roll my window down. They're like, Sushan, where you been, girl?" And I'm
0: like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> so they were out, and they found work, and they were out, yeah, and they rehabilitated.
1: Well, doubtful. It's a cyclical thing. It's a life choice that most of them make. Like, this is the life I'm going to lead. It's going to end me in in jail, sometimes prison. And then so you would see people leaving and come back. All, every sometimes uh, people would do a year. In county jail. They would get released on a Friday. They'd be back by the next week, 30 pounds lighter back in jail. Mm. Yeah. It's tragic, but yeah, you did become very familiar with the usual suspects and you could jump, jo- you know, it was, well, they all loved you <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, that's
0: interesting about how they it. couldn't know your, it's good. Do you have to keep your information private? Cause you don't want to put you yourself or your family in danger at any point. No, no.
1: When I got engaged, which I never thought I'd get married, but uh, you know how everyone puts like an announcement in the wet in the paper. I mean, I couldn't do that because inmates can buy the paper, right? The Sunday paper. So certain things like that, you just had to skip doing. And let's
0: go back to your name, which is Sunday. <laughs> S U N D I. Thanks, Sundi. And with dinner the other night, <laughs> it came up like all the different names that you get called because. I tried to come prepared to the dinner table. We had a fun dinner on Friday night with multiple friends from town. So fun. And normally our go-to when I'm here is Chef Warren's because he was my neighbor when I lived here and he's got an amazing restaurant downtown, but we also love Ashton's and that was a perfect place for us to end up as well. And we had our own little room downstairs and it was just intimate and we were able to catch up and talk, but my friend Kate was there who I mentioned in last week's episode, about she's another adult friend that I made here. I picked her up at body pump. Like I thought, well, she looks cool. So I just started talking with her and we exchanged numbers. You're so great about that. Well, I mean, I had to be, I was, I had to to be be. proactive. Like I was in this new town and knew nobody. So Kate came to dinner and Sunday had her stories. Like she's always a good storyteller, but I was like, I want to connect with the people here. I haven't seen them in a while. So I brought my, my icebreaker activity which I talk about on the podcast a lot, concrete conversations. And I had, which
1: by the way, gave me immediate anxiety. I get such anxiety about games was an icebreaker though. I know, but that it just, it, I was like, Oh no, we're going to have to play a game. And my very highly competitive nature is going to come out and I'm going to flip a table. <laughs> so <laughs> But it ended up being really fun.
0: (laughs) So I just, I didn't have the cards with me, but I, I remember three level one questions. Level one is the easy, safe thing. Like level three goes a little too emotional, but I just let people choose which one I said, you can either say what you're known for in high school, a book that you've read recently, or a book that's changed your life or a show that you're binging or a movie recommendation. So something along the lines of that and everyone choose. Well, Kate went first. And Kate said that, well, we, her maiden name before she got married was swallow. And, uh, what?
1: <laughs> I can't believe we're going to talk about should this. Should we not?
0: Okay. We should not go, go for I it. I don't know. I don't know if Kate would care. I don't either. Well, anyway, kids are mean. That's my point. Oh, brutal. Is that kids are brutal. And she shared what she was known for in high school. And she had a twin sister and it was awful. And I thought, okay, as parents, we need to do right and remind our kids, don't make fun of people and their names that they have no choice that they were yeah. given. Let's not do that. Let's, yeah. let's be better. Even if you don't think your child would ever be that person, just remind them when they head out for school or wherever activity or camp this summer or whatever, don't forget, pat them on the
1: back. Don't make fun of people's names. Today. Go out into the world, little Pandora, and do great things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway but Kate took it almost level three because it was like it was hard for her and it made me think and then Sunday started talking about names and what are all the different things you get confused by when you say your name to
1: well people. so my my name is Sunday S-U-N-D-I most people hear Sunday which I don't Funny. care but my friends take umbrage to it because I think they had to go through the trouble of learning it. And when they hear it not said, right, they get upset. But if I'm making reservations or I'm ordering in food, which I do quite a bit, what people hear over the phone is fundy, Dundee, Kundy, which is the most unfortunate. Cundy is really bad. Oh, it's bad news. <laughs> and that's the only one I'll correct. And then a sundial I get quite a bit.
0: Yeah, but we—I recommend that activity. It was if you're great. at a group dinner or you're having people over or something, because it got everybody flowing, and then we all got recommendations. Because so we, we all about.
1: knew you, but not a, a necessarily we all knew everyone else at the table. So it was a good way to um, bring strangers together or acquaintances. You should carry concrete conversations at
0: the Mockingbird. Done. I mean, I don't know how to get,
1: I will. They I'll were a gift from my
0: friend, Mary. She gave them to me for my birthday. Concrete. Conversations. You, you just reach it. out to the company and see maybe if they, I mean, Sunday shop, they would be perfect there. She has the most adorable stuff. I went shopping there yesterday and I was, Aww. I walked in and I want it all, That's <laughs> but so only nice. so much going to fit in my carry on. I know it's not all going to fit. It is. I know you're so confident. I'm going to make it fit. And you wanting to be a police officer. And when you first moved to Southern Pines, you actually just showed me your first business card where you
1: were baking cookies and cakes. Yes. And that was your, that's what I thought I was going to do. Yes. And I looked into all these different restaurants that would let me borrow their kitchen in the morning. And everyone looked at me crazy because we had a dog at the time. So I couldn't get licensed to cook in the, in the house. Um, but that was my passion for baking. And I, I love doing all that. And um, the coffee shop in town actually said, okay, yeah, we will accept your goods, but I couldn't get the flour and the sugar all at a wholesale rate. Cause you have to buy in such bulk orders that I never made profit, but I was just like, I'll get my foot in the door and I'll, and I'll just do it. And it got to be where I would be doing it at two in the morning and, you know, it ended up being more trouble than it was worth. It didn't work out, but that's okay. Well, Sunday has the best cookies in the world. <laughs> she made them for me.
0: And I, I don't know that this is what you were baking for people. <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> it's a very famous French chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. called Nestle House. <laughs> right.
0: So <laughs> I thought I need this recipe and it's just like, The back of the the friends episode, back
1: of the chocolate chip cookie (laughs) where it is bad. And she uses the, the bars of Crisco instead of butter, which I know is going to horrify a lot of people, but it's a textural thing that I prefer Oh, and I go heavy on the salt
0: and the salt, extra salt is necessary, but what Sunday will do, that's also genius. And she'll, she'll make a bunch of it and then bake a few and then roll it into a log (sighs) and put saran wrap over it and keep it in the freezer. And that way, if you ever just want to slice one cookie off from the log and put it in the oven, voila. You don't have to go through the process of making this intense. I learned that from my dad. Tolle house. A <laughs> this
1: little house is in the freezer. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> oh,
0: that's a pro tip from your dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. Yeah. And then Sunday also, she's a, an amazing baker. She, whenever we moved away from Southern Pines, my husband separated from the airports. We always thought he was going to retire, but ultimately just came down to a decision of family or this job. And that's sadly where a lot of people get with it. I mean, and you know, the challenges that come along with being a career military person, especially a lot of people in this area, it's super intense. They're gone a lot. You know, you may not know even where they are, what they're doing. And it's just very, very, very stressful.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of time alone. I don't know how people do it with children, but most, most do. I'm a rarity that I don't have children, but you know, come home alone and then get into a routine. You know, you have your routine, you have your tricks to kind of get you back in the flow. And sometimes it's harder than others times. And that's really interesting. Every, every deployment or every trip has its own set of challenges. Starting off with like immediately the refrigerator will break or the lights won't turn, you know, immediately something happens as soon as they leave. It's the weirdest thing.
0: Well, when we decided to separate, you made us this precious little cake. Like you really are. So you've so many talents and yeah, I loved the cake. Apparently someone from our book club, because we had a book club back in the day, thought the cake was inappropriate, but
1: they didn't understand what it was. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's cactuses. Cause you're moving back to Texas. Yeah. right?" Yeah. So I made like a whole little scene scene. Yeah. Out of marzipan, Mm -hmm. and they were being. There's a little guy with the sombrero too. Yeah, (laughs) I thought it was so cute. So, and
0: that's another thing we did. uh, Book clubs. That's a great way to uh, create community and get people together. And our friend Jennifer Kirby, she was a big reader. I don't know if she's the one that spearheaded that whole thing, Uh, or was it you? It was Jack. Oh, Jacks did. Okay, and she was another military spouse.
1: I I really just to really to put a fine point on that. I feel like when you move to a new town, whatever your situation is, doesn't have to be military, you have to get out of your bubble of safety and really go for it and be over the top aggressive and finding people, finding your crew. But like and be it aggressive, be- but be, be cool. No, I just mean it within yourself, <laughs> Yeah. not like, who are you? Tell me your name and number immediately, lady in the produce aisle. No, <laughs> I just mean for me, I had to really get out of my comfort zone. That is not my jam. And I think the older you get, the more awkward it is. But I knew instinctually, like if you don't get out of your yourself and really make it a, an effort to meet somebody, you will not survive here. Do you know? You yeah. can't be left alone. Like Lady Habersham of the upper, you know, West Side and just float around your home in your night coat. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> I mean, all brings good. me, that does sound good, actually.
0: Full circle back to, you know, bringing up the mockingbird and you doing that and getting outside of your comfort zone, even with that. So you thought you were going to bake and mm-hmm, do that here. Bar. So, what just fast forward to what made you finally open? the mockingbird. And, you know, as we mentioned earlier, it was challenging in the beginning because yeah, didn't was know, a little bit of a recession
1: heck. happening. <laughs> yes. So I searched for a year to find work in this town and came up short and I mean, nothing, I couldn't get hired. And it's in small towns. It's a lot about of who, you know, which is another reason to get out and meet some people. And the second person that I met said, Oh, I know this lady who's looking for help at her shop. So I went in and it was an older lady and she hired me on the spot. And I never thought really I would work retail. The only thing previous before the sheriff's apartment, I dove for shells in Key West and had a shell stand. So that was a lot of salesing salesmanship, you know, but I really loved it. I loved meeting people because it's a broad street. It's in the center of town. It's an Norman Rockwellian's type of vibe, a train coming through. It's charming. And so I I discovered that how much I really loved interacting with people and selling things. But then about three months after getting hired, she said, I'm going to close. Would you want to buy the inventory and take it over? And I mean, I didn't have the money for anything, but I made an arrangement with her to make payments and then maxed out a credit card. And that's how I started. I started with inventory that wouldn't be mine. It's not that there was anything wrong with it. It's just not representative of me and who I am. So that was like a very much a learning process of finding my sales reps, finding businesses that I really wanted to do business with, that I could really tell a good story about, that that I felt good about selling that I felt good about saying, yeah, this is me. This is the, I, if you like what you see here, then you're going to like me because we're one in the same. And you know. I feel
0: that when I walk into your shop and when I walk into your home, what do I say? Every time I walk into this house, I'm like, Oh, oh that's so I, nice, I love it. And every time I walk into the shop, Oh, this is so cute. Which speaking of we're at Sunday's house right now. And we had a roach incident the oh. other night. If you haven't seen it on my Instagram, just go to at radio, Amy. And Sunday's Instagram is at mockingbird on broad. Mm-hmm. Because Mockingbird on Broad Street. It's called Mockingbird on Broad. That's yes, that's right. I always call it the Mockingbird. It's all right. Why don't you correct me? Uh, Okay. Like (laughs) Sunday Dundee. Sunday (laughs) Dundee. Come on. Stop. Close enough, <laughs> so- <Mocking> bird. <laughs> so, I almost died because yes, Sunday had back surgery recently, and she couldn't get on the chair to take care of this roach, which is apparently a palmetto or something. Because I had don't know, everyone
1: online was very. Quick to correct us on the cockroach versus palmetto. Right,
0: we're not entomologists, although I did take entomology one hundred and one in yes. college. No kidding. Yeah, it was just. I also took turf management. Uh-huh. These were like classes to just get me out of college. Okay, I had an ag degree, so no kidding. Yeah, how has that served you? Not. <laughs> it hasn't. Not. I was political science for the first couple of years, and then hated it. So I went to meet with my advisor and said, "How can I get out of college still kind of on time?" It ended up being four and a half years, which is sort of normal for a lot of like four years, four and a half. And she said, "Well, I think the only thing we can switch you to would be an." agricultural development degree um, because you have to have an emphasis in something. It's not quite a minor. An emphasis is 12 hours or something. And that way your poli-sci hours will be your emphasis. So technically I graduated with an agricultural development degree with an emphasis in (laughs) poli-sci. Oh, and I do nothing with it. Clearly didn't remember. And my entomologist professor. I can't wait to see your house and visit your turf. He would, my turf management, (laughs) he would have hissing roaches like crawling on him during class. And one day during class, we had a potluck and he brought us food like Mm -hmm. termite pizza. Why
1: would you eat anything from his? Because he
0: said bugs are in all of our food anyways, which they are.
1: Okay, he doesn't have to brag about it and okay. then shove it in your face. So anyway, we almost we had a roach right, encounter. that's like a, a level of denial that we all live in. Yeah,
0: th- I do. I deny that there's little roach legs in my peanut butter. Oh, I'm but there is have
1: so many nightmares.
0: But we got the roach to die, which was <laughs> sad because it like did nothing wrong other than scare us because it was know. disgusting. And the video is up and y'all can check it out.
1: It was utter pandemonium. And I apologize again for my part of that, where I threw your phone and blacked out. I don't understand. I came to, and you were hovering over the cop- <laughs> palmetto bug, water bug, whatever we're calling it. Right. So
0: Sunday's house is roach free now, and <laughs> it is absolutely adorable. I love your, your vibe. Your, you. it's, it, it is you. I see you in here. I see you in your shop. So yeah, when you opened the shop or you took it over, you eventually had to transform it into, yes. but it was a slow
1: roll. It was a slow roll. I remember a out. very one particular incident where you were visiting and I had met with a new sales rep and he was like, Hey, listen, if you're going to make it in this, biz, little lady, you have got to buy these chip clips. <laughs> Like oh, that... like bag of chip clips, not cute like, like potato chips clips. They were and they were jumbo clothespins that were sort of bedazzled and had sort of a <laughs> live laugh leave me alone quality about them, you know? Bless this home.
0: I think I still have one. <laughs>
1: I, because I, I had to give them away in the end. And you, I got them in, and I was like, "Hey, apparently these are the hot ticket. This is my way up in the world." See, and you took one look at them and looked at me with such disgust. <laughs> As a friend, yes, and it was a good face because you were you were. I was reading on your face what I felt in my heart, which was like (laughs) disaster. These these chip clips are not my vibe. I've been bamboozled. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that was a good learning lesson. Which sales reps to trust that are looking for longevity in their career, and the and the ones that are like, I'm going to take this one chip clip sale and run for the hills. Chip, I
0: mean, chip clips do come in handy. There are times when I'm rolling up a bag of I open
1: chips to this day. I've just <laughs> just uh, you've evolved I've evolved. the chip clip business has evolved,
0: which, you know, when it came to opening your business, though, I know it took like you had to believe in yourself that you could do this. And this was something that actually could be really awesome for you. But yeah. was there any doubts
1: in your mind? Oh, my gosh. No, I come from a place uh, hardwired where everything's going to be terrible and everything's going to fail. And that just kept me from <laughs> a lot of doing a lot. But luckily I married a man who is just the opposite. He's so positive. He's very much like you, where he's like, what's the worst that can happen? The sky's the limit. I can be pretty doom and gloom though. Don't really? worry.
0: Yeah. And I think okay. some of that, I think I'm wired to be that way, but then learned in through my sister and I were talking about this the other day. My dad was a big dreamer and oh, he has a lot of success and also a lot of failure and not that failure is bad, but I always saw him dreaming and he would share it with us. And did it and make it, you
1: cautious it, or did it give you the bug? I think to it, dream, to no, bring up
0: I feel thing. like I struggle with it. I yeah. think I'm a natural like dreamer and this would be cool. And I'm try to shut down any pessimism that would pop into my head about it. Okay. But then I instantly think back to like, oh, because my dad's failures weren't like, oh, you know, I failed and I'm going to learn from this and not repeat this mistake. It's almost like he would repeat it.
1: Yeah. Okay. And it would,
0: it was detrimental Stressful. type mistakes. And so I saw our family like take these drastic turns because of it. And so mm. I think I am naturally that way, but then my learned experience shuts some of it down.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you're hardwired. So so my husband said, what's the worst can happen? I said, well, we'll lose everything and we have to foreclose on our home. And he said, okay, then we foreclose our home. Luckily I live we live in the military world where we could move on base. Now what? What's your next problem? So he just kind of took these very worst case scenarios and manage them down to a a way that was palatable for me to go, okay, I'm willing to do this, which is awesome. But when I told my dad, he was like, you're going to destroy your whole family, everything you guys have worked for, you know, so it is very tough, but I've wasted so much time being afraid of my own dreams and ambitions. And whenever I try and really go for something, I don't know why I'm so afraid of what I want. And I almost always turn my back on it. But the few times I've been brave enough to go, I'm going to give this a try. It's never as bad as how I had imagined it and created it in my mind. And I wish that's something I could have told my younger self, go for it. It's never going to be your your doom and gloom scenario. It won't be easy, but it's not impossible. It's not a nightmare. It's not unfathomable.
0: at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're gonna be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right, if you wanna look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's gonna be all about the boots and Tekova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions, and this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? (laughs) And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut Coconut-scented Clorox and is my go-to. And... I personally love that she answered that without hesitation that means she knows me well and that's really special and of course yeah I do love clean countertops I love wiping them down I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything I don't know what scent matches your vibe but there's coconut there's grapefruit there's lavender One of the things that came up at our conversation at dinner the other night because of books, we're talking about books Mm -hmm. and a few people shared them. I brought up Limitless, which is a book. I've been listening to it on audio version, but I also have the hard copy because it's a a lot and I want to take it in. But when you said that, it made me think of a quote that I read on the airplane actually down here. And the book is by Jim Quick but he's quotes different people throughout. And one of the people that he quoted here on page, I don't know, 88 is Wayne Dyer, who I had Wayne's daughter, Serena Dyer on the podcast last year. I believe the quote is there is one grand lie that we are limited. The only limits we have are the limits that we believe. And so I think sometimes Say that again, can... okay, there is one grand lie that we are limited. The only limits we have are the limits that we believe. Yes. And I think that sometimes I don't believe that it's possible or that I can do it. Like your husband was like, all right, we fixed that problem. What next? Yeah. Like, no, there's a solution here. So yeah. what it may result. The result might be this, 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 but at least we tried and yeah. we did it and we'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, and exactly. Right. He
0: is not limited in his thinking no. and no. sometimes I can be. He
1: is so driven once he decides on something and it can be the most difficult thing that I wouldn't even consider. Then that is his sole purpose. It's really inspiring to witness. I I know very few people like that. It's really wonderful to witness. Yeah. And encouraging
0: to others too. hearing you share that right now, knowing that it's, he's like, the yin to your yang.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I would like to say like, I figured it out on myself and nobody else. And some people are like that, like, like him they're self-driven and don't really need other people to help guide them. But I am not that I definitely rely on friends and loved ones around me to, to remind me of what I'm capable of. And, and that's really wonderful to have. It's a gift.
0: Well, and look at Mockingbird on Broad now, y'all just moved into a new location down the street, which is
1: bigger. Yeah. Almost triple the size.
0: Yeah. 13 years. Remember your
1: first anniversary party? (laughs) Um, How could I forget those cupcakes, Amy?
0: My nickname around here was like cupcake Amy
1: Yeah, because I started
0: a cupcake business also that I could, well, I franchised with my friend Lori's business in Austin, the cupcake bar. And then that was a whole learning experience right. it's because cupcake bar. I wanted to just, I ended up having to call it Caroline at cupcake bar because That's there was right. already a cupcake bar in Raleigh Durham area. That's right. And they sued me and I went to their house after I got it. I went, Lori flew to town. We went to their house actually before they sued me. Let me back up. Once I tried to do the DBA doing business as,
1: uh-huh.
0: you know, all the learnings of creating Absolutely. your own business. And I'm just trying to figure it out. I was just on a morning radio show. Like I hadn't, I had a little purse business in college and we had done some of that. So I was pulling from my knowledge there, but then luckily I had Lori who'd all done it before. So she flew to town. She goes, let's go meet with them and see if we can use the name and they're cool with it. So we arranged a meeting and we drove to their house and we met with them and we were like, I'm not trying to be competition. I'm really not going to operate outside of Southern Pines, Aberdeen, Pinehurst area and I actually don't have a storefront. I do catering and it's the cupcakes are naked and we have cupcake bartenders and we're going to decorate the cupcakes at the events. I'm not your competition. They had a cupcake shop and then they delivered already decorated cupcakes. Like it was very different. And I was not even going to come into their territory. And then after we met with them, I got a lawsuit situation in the mail.
1: And when you met and then with I them. never, they were, they seemed like, okay, we understand. At but At no then point they, did they say not
0: cool. At no point did they say that they were going to meet with lawyers and, and then sue us to stop use of the name.
1: So then I had
0: to get a lawyer and then I had to spend all this money. Thug. And then I ultimately, I said, this could have saved us a lot of time. If I, I don't, I couldn't say this to them because we were communicating through lawyers, but it was, it was just a learning experience of like, probably should have just said, hey, if you really have a problem with this, say it now. Don't go through lawyers. I'm an understanding person. Just tell me to come up with a new name. And so we changed it to Carolina Cupcake Bar after
1: but more you- money
0: than I had spending on lawyer fees because the business itself, I just bought the franchise rights. It just was ridiculous money spent, like wasted. Yeah. When it could have been resolved human to human.
1: But don't you think that that is a classic reaction when someone is confronted with something, they acquiesce at first, then they get anger and then they react. I find that to be a very standard reaction.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at your coasters right now, which are so funny. You sell them <laughs> at the shop and I used to. Yeah. These are vintage bird. These are vintage mockingbird. <laughs> yes. But they're so funny. Like one says, be considerate B word. Like, <laughs> you know what? How can we say that? Not rhymes with witches. Yeah, be considerate, witches. That's what I feel. I'm like, be considerate. I came to talk to you, and I I gave you a heads up, and then you sue me. Yeah. Like another one of these coasters is even Skank Day. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I felt. <laughs> like okay, so anywho, that that was terrible. my. I'm ugh, so sorry. That was my learning experience that I don't know popped into my head just now to also just share that communication can be so effective. Just give me a phone call. You don't have to go through a lawyer. I get if I was crazy town and I had, it wasn't considerate to come out to your house and meet with you. And then you, but I bet we, we played it out in our heads that we probably left. They called their husbands and their husbands were like, Oh heck no, yeah, that's not how we're doing this. They yes. can't do that. And then they proceeded. I don't know. I'm making that up. It could have been their own. Talkings, I agree with that. But it's just how I pictured it going down, which is so unfair because I think if the Husbands had been there, or I wish they would have been, or whoever else was outside influencing them to just be like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And I would have left there that minute and been like, cool, Let's we'll think of a with, new name. Yes.
1: Well, I think someone should write a book, and I'm sure they have. You've probably read it about having difficult conversations. I think that is what is paralyzing the world and businesses. In every level, is nobody, including myself, wants to have the difficult conversation. Nobody wants to fire somebody. No one wants to counsel an employee. No one wants to say, hey, you're so nice and this seems cool. And you're probably not going to infringe on my business, but I'm having reservations. Everybody wants everything to be nice, including myself. I'm not trying to sound holier than thou. But I really honestly feel like none of us know how to communicate difficult conversations productively.
0: It's so funny that we're ha- having this conversation, not plan. We kind of didn't really plan exactly everything that we were going to talk about. And our, the four things tie in is that eventually Sunday's going to share four things gratitude, <laughs> but we thought it would just, we'd just have a conversation as friends and, you know, y'all are just listening in with us here, but Kat Defada, she co-hosts The Fifth Thing with me, which is my Tuesday episodes. And it's so funny. Literally this morning, she sent me a DM sharing an Instagram account called Therapy for Women. And she had posted, I guess her name is Amanda E. White. I swear 99% of good communication boils down to two things. One, learning how to tolerate discomfort. That's right. Two, not saying the first thing that pops into your head. And then she, in her comments, she said, once you master these first two, then learning how to communicate what you want is important. But if you cannot sit in someone saying something different than what you believe or giving you a piece of feedback and not reacting immediately, it's going to be difficult to get the other person to listen to what you have to say.
1: Occasionally we'll get negative feedback from the store or um, to an employee. And I have learned not to react, to sit with it, and say, is there any truth to it? Mm -hmm. What is my ownership in it? Do I need to apologize? And I feel like so many people never want to apologize. And it's, I find it to be such a relief when you can finally go, I'm so sorry you've been holding it in. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to say it. But I think once you say you're sorry enough, it's almost like a healing thing for yourself to go. I'm sorry. Maybe not for the thing I did, if you don't believe you, but I'm sorry that that affected you that way. I'm sorry that I hurt you. Uh, You know what I, Yeah. yeah, I think it's very therapeutic for you to say it. And some people will never, ever say, I'm sorry. And it's, and it's hurting them. It's not hurting the other person, I think. So anyway, that that's what I've learned over the years is to, you know, respond to those people in the most loving way that I have in my body and, and to tell my staff who could take everything really personal because none of us are working to make anyone miserable. We're all working to bring ourselves joy, to bring others joy. And when it doesn't hit on somebody, because you never know what's going on in somebody else's life, rarely do what they have to say, reflect on us. It's usually a reflection of them and you just come at them with love and it's sometimes it's harder than other times to do that, but that's the best way I've found. Well, do you want to share the four things there? Oh, sure. Thankful for today. Today. I mean, honestly, your friendship, I, i has been so, five years, since I've seen you.
0: (laughs) No, it hasn't. (laughs) But Sunday's favorite thing, everything was five years ago. Even if it was last year, it was five years ago. If it was 12 years ago, it was five years ago. I don't
1: know why it always just seems like the right number, (laughs) but however long it's been, it's always so lovely to see you. And I have such lovely memories from our time together here in the pines. And when we're here together, it's just we always have the best conversations. I learn from you such a generosity of spirit. You're always so willing to share with others to be open. To, I mean, that's what you do for a living. And it's true in your personal life as well. And it's always, I always learn from you in a really positive way. So thank you for that. Very well, grateful. The same.
0: It's mutual. I always learn from you and we always pick right back up.
1: It's true. It
0: doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been five years. <laughs> even it's if true. it hasn't, but whatever, we just pick right back up. Yes. And, but
1: we always say, let's do it again soon. And then life happens. It's hard. It's yeah, hard you're running the shop. You you're one in the world. No. Yeah. You are girl. Okay. Yeah, you are. No. All right. Anyway, moving on number two, I have to say I've had a real health, like a bad health year. I've had COVID for a second time. I've had back surgery, and there is no way. It's been an S show. Let's be honest. Yes, it's been a real dum dumb of a year. And right and here, this
0: other coaster that she has, no one likes a hot mess, <laughs> and that is That's what me. But no, we like you, mm-hmm. but like just the the yeah the health. It, it's been a, been a bad
1: year, inch. and um, I've been absent from my shop. You know, I thought I'd be back to work after four weeks after my back surgery and it was more like 11. And Courtney, my manager is so lovely and kind and all of the staff just held it together and not just held it together. They made it thrive and that uh, there's not enough like uh, thank you cards to thank them for that. So that's another thing. Um, And I am, I guess, grateful for my returning health. I feel like I got a long way to go, but you're right. I should be thankful for where I am now. I'm not on a cane, (laughs) walking of my own free will.
0: (laughs) Sandy had a doctor tell her. Sunday's like, well, something's not right. And they're like, well, you could walk with a cane. And she's like, is that really where we are? Like you have nothing more to offer me?
1: Yeah. Post surgery. Post surgery, yes. Yes, which is worse. Right. dang it. So I, you're right. I should be grateful for that where I am right now with my health. So that that's a big one. And of course my man, he's such a joy and he's gone a lot, but when he's home, I mean, I just have so much fun with him. He's, he's a goodie.
0: I'm going to get to see him. Well, so he, yeah, it's going to be coming back from a trip. And the wild part is, he lands right when I'm going to need to get there to check in. And so I'm going to get to see him at the airport. I and I can't wait. It's so exciting. I know. He's like, I'm going to get to see Amy. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, Hopefully all his connectors work out. He's the best. Sunday and I went and saw Top Gun
1: dun, yesterday. Dun, 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 dun. Yes.
0: And it was so good. I had all the feels, but it makes me think of our, our men in uniform.
1: Yes. Can I talk about what I didn't know what a 40 X was? Yeah. So I wanted to see the movie before the premiere on Friday because we were leaving town. So I found a theater that was doing a sneak preview event on a, the Tuesday prior. And when I, booked the tickets for my friends and I it was about an hour away. It said 40 X, which I thought, okay, some sort of upgrade to the screen. I can't keep track of the 3d, the like whatever. Okay. 2d. So when we get there, the manager says, now you understand the seats move. And I think you and I were sat in the seats here at Sand Hill cinema and we bought some seats and there was sort of a slight rumble do you remember that it was like a slight rumble but it was nothing it was sort of a letdown yeah so I thought okay whatever the moving seats got it it was so violent it was like being on a roller coaster for two hours and I was so worried I was going to hurt my back and the wind was blowing and there's even in the seat in front of you spat water at you during the sailboat scene And I was really afraid for my health. And I, I'm like, I've come all this way on 13 weeks post-back surgery. And I'm going to go show up to PT. And they're like, what the heck happened to you? I'm like, Maverick, Maverick happened. You went to see Top Gun 4DX. 4DX. That means the seats violently, they rumble. They like you're in a fighter jet. Yes. Yes. Did you feel (laughs) G-force? <laughs> yes, I felt yes. No, I but, did not.
0: Yeah, it was interesting to me that you had the wind blowing and then it actually put splashed water on you. Like, well, that seems and a little what much. What concerned
1: me is like movies haven't been back in biz for long. Like, who, when was the last time anyone refilled that water? Or is it just some old musty in the front, in the back seat of that? Um, <laughs> like, I'm going to so- get pink
0: eye. All that to say, Sunday had that experience with Top Gun in the beginning. So when I told her this weekend, I hadn't seen it and I wanted to, she was like, oh, I would go see it again because I need to see it without all of that Being distraction because the whole time, yes, you were afraid for your health and you couldn't enjoy it. No,
1: I was listening. <laughs> I was trying to remember what my PT person was like, engage your core, engage your core. I'm like, but for two and a half hours, I don't have it in the tank. <laughs> yeah. So it was very distracting for me. Probably a healthy person would absolutely love it but actually uh they I think my other friends were sort of sick of it as well like it's just too much it's just like gets it's not old. necessary
0: which next to us at the theater there was a three-year-old or maybe four and that was interesting which fine if you want to take your whole family like,
1: not fine well I say fine I don't think it's I couldn't hear everything you could hear well I mean it's kind of intense they're talking about life and death they're saying people aren't going to come back from this mission they're talking about I mean, not a spoiler alert. If you saw the first one, Goose Died. (laughs) So they referenced Goose, Goose Goose's death. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, literally, Buzz Lightyear came out on Friday. That's where they should have been.
0: Yeah, at Buzz Lightyear. Yes. (laughs) Or whatever it's called, Lightyear.
1: Or, yeah, Lightyear. But I felt like it was a lot, like a lot of, because well, you chat.
0: the little boy was next to you, and he kept apparently saying I couldn't hear as are well you as are friend. they
1: dead? Is that the bad guy? Are they gonna die? Are you gonna because the soul he was a soldier, the husband was a soldier? We can tell. Are yeah. you gonna die? Is, is that what's gonna happen when you go to war? And it was breaking my heart.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just a big military town. You can kind of look around and know who's military, who's not, but yeah, yeah, that's a, and that's a hard reality. Like, and that's something that's crazy you know, when I married Ben, one of the very first things we had to do was go figure out our will. Cause he was headed off to Afghanistan. Yes. And I was like, what the, this is the least romantic thing I've ever yes. heard of in my life. Yeah. I'm 20 mid twenties and newly married. And we're, I'm having to plan out what will happen if you don't make it
1: back. That was a shock for me as well. When we came here to Fort Bragg that was the some of the first paperwork he brought home was how do you want your funeral laid out what kind of music where do you want to be buried and it is shocking and every once in a while we'll have to refresh that yeah because things change things change you have any new music
0: it's (laughs) almost like you have to get light about it because it's so it is it's true you're like are you sure you want that song still going
1: with the bagpipes
0: (laughs) (laughs) kilts Are we sure? <laughs> yeah.
1: That, that bagpipe guy retired that you love. Do you want
0: to no. know? Yeah, but it's no joke. Like your whole career here. I mean, we we're talking about the other night, like how many funerals some people have been to around here is yes. crazy. Yeah. It's just heavy yeah. stuff. So if you are in the military or have loved ones that are serving, like, just thank you for all that you do, those mm-hmm. that are serving. And then that those that are holding the fort down absolutely back at home for sure. So, well, Sunday, thank you so much for the
1: chat. Oh, I always love chatting with you. Thanks and for And the encouragement
0: out. to chase our dreams and just not limit ourselves. Just go for it. Just go for it. I guess we should be thinking. What's the
1: worst that could happen? I guess, I guess we should be Bankruptcy? thinking. Bankruptcy? Your husband for that.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> we lose everything. It's fine. Which I get, not everybody has the option to fall back on base or whatever, but you've, you've got to assess your, your risk, make a pros and cons list for sure but don't, don't let
1: your, your I think thoughts sometimes you. you do have to be a little reckless, which I think is what I've learned, Yeah. which is not my comfort zone. And
0: we were talking about this yesterday is life is short. Yes. And as we get older, we realize just how
1: fleeting yeah. it can be. That's right. You only have so many years with the people you love and how do you want to, how do you want to spend those years? Whoa, we ended on a downer. Well, end us on an upper. Tell us a good jail story. (laughs) (laughs) All the stories I want to tell, I don't think, are
0: not appropriate
1: appropriate for this channel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: There is one that's, I don't know how you would even tell it, but it's when somebody would have
1: to do intake and question like what gender, what gender. And somebody was, they would say, I'm a female and I. Would be almost positive that they were a male. But if I'm wrong, I'm going to get punched in the face because no one likes.
0: Yeah. And you want to respect whatever they. Feel they I are. Have to, yes. I have no
1: opinion. Live your life. I just have to know you where, have paperwork. I got paperwork and I gotta know where to put you over with the dudes, over with the ladies. And there are laws that have to be respected about that. So yeah, that that can be dicey because they'll be like, I'm a female. And I'm like, well, that's quite an Adam's apple on you, young lady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, then, so then you had your clipboard and you were like, so next question, do you have a penis
1: or a vagina? <laughs> yep. That was the clincher. And then they'd be like, a penis." <laughs> I'm like, okay, young lady, sir, right this way. <laughs> Got to take you over here. Yeah. And then it became a big joke. And so all the trans community would all end up in one cell block. And they, whenever I'd walk by, they would always laugh. And give me a hard time, but they knew what they I love was you. They knew what I was doing and they knew I was trying to be respectful, but it's an awkward conversation to have. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to get punched. <laughs> 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 and this face can only take so many punches. <laughs> have you been punched? Of course. By who? Well, I worked in a jail. I know, but I didn't know that meant you've been punched. Oh my gosh, yes. Wrestle wrestled, violent. I mean, yes, it's violent. People come in there high. Nobody wants to be arrested. People resist. No, they
0: don't.
1: (laughs) Some people do. I've had some ladies be like, oh, thank goodness. I gotta get in here. I need a break. Oh yeah. Or people knew what food was being served. It's a set schedule. And so, a lot of the, like people that would be typically what you would think of as like a drunk take, they would make a scene in public so that they would get arrested so that they could come in for the breakfast on Sundays.
0: <laughs> was Sunday good breakfast? It was good food f- at
1: jail, surprisingly good. New, new, but uh, that's a no. I think it's an new. acquired taste yeah. for some, and Sunday breakfasts were the most popular. And they were so smart. They knew when they had to get arrested for, for head count for that evening so that this kitchen would know how many to make so that they could be on that count. They're smart. You know, they they know how it all works. But And back to the Skittles, very resourceful. And said so it's sometimes like, resourceful. Oh, oh, I want to show you the artwork. So one time I did like an art contest. And they used the the same technique for watercolors with the skittles. With the skittles, you did an right art end. contest in the jail. In the jail, just really for me, just to keep myself from going insane because it's pretty heavy atmosphere. I know. Um, I was about to say now we're ending on a low point again, but I'm they would trying write to poems. go high. No, they trying would write fo- poems and they would write caricatures. It was it was a hoot. Some of them had such a great sense of humor, and um, it wasn't it. all bad. It was all good. I, that's where I met my man. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Who also worked there. I was not an inmate. (laughs) 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 To be clear. (laughs) Oh no, that could have ended bad.
0: You're like the inmate, or the the security guard that runs away with the inmate helps know.
1: him escape. Let, let's be clear, he was a training officer, not mine, well, but a I mean, training officer.
0: Given his job in the military, now I'm pretty sure he's not. He, he has yeah. no criminal background, he or background. he wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> so okay. bullet okay. dodge all right well sunday thank you so much thank you y'all can find her if you're ever near southern pines just stop in to mockingbird on broad and on instagram she is at mockingbird on broad and i just got a text message i have no idea if that ding is going to show up in the episode but if it does yay <laughs> surprise and an angel got their wings <laughs> which sunday we're in her sunroom room at her house right now and she has deer that come and visit and we put peanuts out for the deer because she's out of deer food, which would be corn. Yeah. And I don't know who ate the peanuts, the deer, but gone. Not. and every single peanut is gone. Yeah. And we're just looking at all the critters and it's so beautiful here. So if you've never been to Southern Pines, I just encourage you to come just for the, just for the pines or maybe golf. Oh yeah. If you love to golf or horseback riding or yeah, the, the good shopping downtown and then the good food shout out chef Lawrence and Ashton's. Absolutely. Woof, woof, and the ice cream shop on the corner. It's oh so yeah. One awesome. time they rescued Josie when she got out, someone oh, did Sweet Josie. and they held her at the train station till I could get there. And the ice cream
1: shop gave her a hot dog.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Anthony's the best.
0: Yeah. And Josie was the best. Oh my yeah, gosh. I have so many memories of Josie in this town and she had an aversion to trailers and every time a trailer would go by, she would bark and lose her mind. And one time my house on May street, I had the front door open and a truck drove by with a trailer and she chased after it. Cause that's what she wanted to do. Chase the trailer. Hey. And then a car behind them hit her. I remember that mm-hmm. took her to the vet and she was totally fine, but I thought I had lost my only companion, man, you're bringing it down again. Oh, <laughs> show, okay. Let's bring it back up. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. BetterHelp.com. <sighs> ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed.